This is Henry Hall Football. On today's show, we talk about the game, if you can call it that, between the Patriots and the Redskins. The worst loss since 1961. This and the Patriots. If the Patriots didn't cheat. Putting the love in your heart. Don't go for it. On fourth and one. In your heart. My grable. Or at least kick the field goal instead of going for it on fourth and one. Putting the love in your heart. And I don't know why you've done me wrong. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? All right, dudes, I can tell you right now, what is the measure of a true Redskins fan? If they watch the whole game. Yes, sir. Yep. I got to say, I was very disappointed in a lot of people on Monday morning. Oh, I turned it off at halftime. Oh, what happened at the end? I heard they scored. Oh. I guess you should have watched then, dude. Boy, that was painful. Here it is, the day before Halloween. And we've so already I'm, had our horror film. I'm eating a box of nerds. Ah, dude. Dudes. New England had 34 first downs in one game. 30, 34 first downs, dude. 34. 34, dudes. 34. 34. In one game! It's insane, okay. dude. It's insane. They had almost 500 yards total. 46. There's <laughs> a measly 224 for the Redskins, which is better than, we than did last against- week. Yeah. But so, yeah. only 57 yards on the ground. Total. Man. Dude, That's... it was like sheep to the slaughter. Dude, the Patriots were unstoppable. Yeah. I was talking to Mark today. Did it you... was cheap. Who's the leading tackler on our team right now? <laughs> there they go. There they go to New England. The leading tackler? I don't. I don't know. Who was the leading tackler, John? You have the uh, stats. For the season, I believe it's London Fletcher. I, I don't know for right. sure, though. I don't you... know who for sure, but I believe it's London Fletcher. Did you see what they were doing to him? Yeah, a whole lot of nothing. Oh, you mean the London whole? Fletcher? No, for to him, the whole time they were either he was either dropping really deep in the cover two, and they'd just run someone in front of him. Or they'd send someone out to run into him to get in his way, like a tight end or a running back or something. Yeah, it was almost like they were keying on him, sending him. Yeah, I think they were as well. They should have. I mean, he really is. He really he's the motor. You know, they were sending someone out to block him on like every play. Yeah, or he was he dropped too far back in coverage. 
be able to make yeah. the tackle until the guy got seven or eight or nine yards. And, and Greg Williams is awesome then, but don't break the defense. Yep. Man, that was tough. Dude, um, that game was just – I don't even want to dwell on it. Aaron and I were comparing it a little bit to – you know, trying to see if this is, in fact, the worst game that we've ever watched. And yeah, we brought up comparisons some... to the uh, to the uh, blown 21-point lead to Dallas, I think, in 98 or 99. Well, there was some the fourth quarter that Aaron sent, too, with, like, some score from way back when that was worse. Isn't that right, Aaron? Well, yeah, you have the, the all-time benchmark, the 73 to nothing game that the Redskins allegedly um, – Against the Bears um, or the Giants? Against the Bears. Bears, yeah. Yeah, against the Bears. That the Reds the Redskins allegedly uh you know, took a dive on that game on purpose, but no one knows if that's the truth or not. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, we watched a game a number of years ago in the late nineties against I think it was a Monday night game against the forty ers where we just got shellacked and in recent memory, you know, it, it was a game you just didn't expect that. And the recent one, that was a that was a pretty bad one. Yeah, there they go. <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was so bad, dude. So <laughs> there isn't a whole lot to say about it. We got we got. I mean, what, what can you say? What can you say? You know, we got. What can up. you say? <laughs> if you want to read what everybody had to say, go to uh, HarryHogFootball.com and read the. Uh, post from the other day, I think 10 people commented to it, and everybody yeah. had a whole big paragraph of stuff to say. And there was yeah. kind of a lot of back and forth about the whole Patriots thing and were they, cla- you know, were they not classy? Should Did they try to run up the score? Should they have done that? You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Aaron and I have been debating that since the middle of the game on Sunday about running up the score, and, and we have differentiating views on this. Yeah. Um, my personal view is, well, Aaron, you go ahead. Dude, I think there gets to a point where it's, I think it gets to a point where you just have to uh, show some mercy as a human being. <laughs> it's like the human. Dude, the you're human not paid stuff. millions of dollars to show mercy. The the human element. I'm gonna have to disagree uh, with you when it's like there's a point of like you know where you can start running more conservative plays to run out the clock and just like put them out of their misery. Is 38 to nothing that point or 45 to nothing that point? Yeah, but why do that? In the, four, in the fourth quarter, yeah. Same reason yeah, we just don't go out and shoot shoot our animals when it's time for them to go when we have them youth in our face. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never thought about it like that. Come on, dude. You've never gone out and shot your horse or something before? Well, you were thinking about euthanizing the team as a, as, as an, <laughs> a whole being, I think, during that game and just, like, put them out of their misery. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not like the Patriots or Michael Vick or anything. I mean, I expect <laughs> some humane treatment of the Redskins when it's 45 to nothing and you're going for it on fourth down when you could at least kick the field goal. Wait a minute. Are you t- I, can, I mean, I could see how you get pissed off at that. And, and you know, it, it was I wasn't happy to see their backup quarterback run a touchdown in. But, uh, you know, the Redskins' first-team defense gave up 52 points. And they're professional athletes. And, you know, I think Joe Gibbs said it best, and he reiterated it on a, on Monday on this press conference. He said it after the game as well. He was like, you know what? Our team put ourselves in a position to lose 
by that many points. I'm not going to complain about it at all. You know, it's a professional. It's professional sports. You're paid to win games, and to win games, you score as many points as possible. But Aaron, you did bring up a good point because you said in college you thought that you had to run up as many points as possible, and I had said uh, I disagreed with that. I thought in college, being a a, a in theory a uh, educational setting, educational setting. <laughs> but a uh, very good point in the BCS rankings. How many points you score is is one of the factors. So you do you have to run up the score now. That's, mm. that's part of the game in college, and I guess that's carrying over to the NFL as well with the uh, with hoodie. Dude, it was just kind of fishy, man. The whole game, we had the whole uh, no communications in the first half, which I don't put it past the Patriots to do that on purpose, and judging with their you know past history of being known cheaters. And um, secondly, <laughs> the other thing that pissed me off in the game, <clears throat> I'm just going to go through the things that pissed me off besides the fact that our team just sucked. Because <laughs> um, that already put me in a bad mood. But anyway, that that non-touchdown throw to uh, Randy Moss where he totally pushed off of Lee Torrance. Uh-huh. Right think at the end that? of the first half. Uh-huh. There was that play, and then I think the play that pissed me off the most, even more than them running up the score at the end, was that they didn't even review the play to Randall L. That 30-yard catch near the end. Oh, I know. Why didn't they do that? It was within the two minutes, wasn't it? Didn't they have to review that? Yeah, it had to be reviewed. Not only that, the, but and apparently they felt that uh, it, that the play did not warrant being reviewed. I don't oh, know if they were busy, you know, throwing all their snacks in their backpack, all the you know, popcorn, packs of peanuts, and everything that they had up in the booth that they they're given when they come to Foxborough and uh, or Gillette Stadium, <laughs> the Razor. Man, at that point in the game, you can ask John, I was calling for Joe Gibbs just to pull the team off the field and not take another snap after they didn't even review it. Because I really thought that the Patriots would get the ball back, being the punks that they are with 30-some seconds left, and try to score again. <laughs> and then again, going back to my point. Because they were punting know, for... Redskins defense are the ones that gave up 52 points with no help from the offense. And I think that's probably... I was about to say, they weren't responsible right for all that. No, no, no. I think it's probably a good time to move right into our game balls right there. I mean, when you're going up against a team when you're 17-point underdogs and then fumble three times and throw one interception, I think my kick in the balls award is going to go to none other than number 17, Jason Campbell. It's no excuse for giving up that ball so much. Yeah, I think I think that's an all-around, Josh. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, um, well, well, there. Where's the game? There's the kicking <laughs> balls the right game there. Balls. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give a secondary kick to Carlos Rogers, not because he did anything yeah. bad, but because he's out for the year, and that's just got to be a kick right there. <laughs> and you know, I'm giving my other kick to Fred Smoot <laughs> for missing that game to begin with. Gotta, As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to kick this out everyone at Burgundy and Gold that day. And now, the Harry Hog Football Game Ball Awards. Anyway, dudes, the game balls are all 
in the Patriots locker room this week. I, I, think. <laughs> I mean, no, it's kind of hard I to come. They get my biggest kick ever. Dude, even if you have one, it's still hard to come in the locker room. Joe Gibbs walks in. is like, huddle up, man. Huddle up. <laughs> this week's game ball. Those two, and they're all, like, just, you know, turning away and going to their lockers at that point. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, we did it. <laughs> John, yeah. you have a game ball, I don't you? I have a game ball. Okay, go for it. Yeah, man, I have one for Chris Cooley. Because I, I believe he may have dropped a pass at the beginning, but don't quote me on that. But, dude, he fought. He freaking fought for that touchdown in the last three minutes of the game on that drive where they, they marched down the field like you, you wish they could have the whole game. And he fought for two guys to get that football in the end zone. Because, you know, you could just tell he was like, we are not going to get shut out this game. We're not, we're not getting shut out. Shut out. We're not going for three either. He pushed it in there. So I was really impressed with with the heart and the fact that the offense could still do something at that point against the first uh, first team defense. They actually weren't so down and dejected. They were just absolutely sucking at that point. Dude, my they game ball is going to suck for the rest of the game. Yeah, my game ball is going to go to him too for that because the Patriots were uh, determined to get that shutout, sending blitzers on that whole drive and. And whatever, but as determined as they were to get the shutout, I was proud that the uh, offense actually, you know, weren't walking around with their heads, you know, on their, their chins and their chest legs, or like whatever you say. And they went yeah. back in there, and even though they had just got their butts kicked, went in and mustered up a scoring drive to avoid the shutout to the chagrin of Mr. Cheater Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. What the heck was that? <laughs> that was Bill Belichick in his uh, cut-off sweatshirt wailing that they didn't get the shutout. <sighs> and, Josh, right, you said so you don't I have a game ball. Dude, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a game ball. I got another kick. I got plenty of other kicks. You guys want me well, to give extra kicks? Dude, I'm going to give kicks. One more, one more. Right, Al Saunders, there's the kick. You know what I say more? Hey, for a person with a 700-page playbook, how come every page seems to have that wide receiver screen on it? That's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> every single play. Number 23. If you guys Here. return to page 721 of your playbooks, you'll see a wide receiver screen. Let's run that play. Now, Aaron, you did call it out that they were going to use Randall L to throw the ball. Now, it didn't work out, and they didn't do it five times. But they did try it at least once. They did. They at least did try it once. Almost as well as all those Jason Campbell passes that were off and over and off to the side and just errant in every way possible. Except for the three that never even left, you know, went in his hand in the air. They just went straight down to the ground and into Patriots' hands. I mean, that is by far Campbell, the easiest, the easiest, or easiest, the uh, worst game of Campbell's short professional career. And uh, I hope it's not a thing, way to, or a sign of things to come because he's never really been a fumble ruski kind of guy. And right. it was like he had no sense that there were people around him. I know. He had what no was sense there were silver around him, so that silver and blue and red and white and, and all those colors they have. Has he just 
totally lost touch? Has he been taught to tune no, in I out? Think the, I think the entire team was just completely over or outmatched the entire game. Redskins obviously didn't show up. Obviously. Sports, sports, sports. Lots of sports, sports, sports. And boobies once a year. Sports Illustrated. Anyway, let's not dwell on the past. Let's look to the future. We got what? The Jets coming up this week. We got the New Jersey Jets. Playing in Giants Stadium. The one in six New Jersey Jets. And by the way, the Jets. Uh, it could be just what not, the doctor orders. Yeah, Chad no, Pennington really will good. not be playing for the Jets this week. We're going to be playing against. Yeah, it could against be just us. what the doctor ordered to get us back on track. Led by led by the uh, powerhouse quarterback Helen Clemens. That's right. Um, yeah, Pennington bench. Benched. Riding the pine. And what else can we say about those uh, New Jersey Jets, man? They're one and six, and um, John, you got to take on this game. Hey, you know it's a road game for us. We got to go up to the Meadowlands, which are anything but. And you know we got we got giant stadium. There's no reason why we shouldn't win this game. And we got Pete Kendall, who does not like the Jets. So obviously, it was traded to the Redskins by the Jets um, in the preseason, and is one of the more solid trades the Redskins have have uh, gone through in Mr. the last Kendall. probably ten years. <laughs> <Mr. Kendall>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I'm expecting some direct snaps to uh, Pete Kendall. Left guard. Um, He's an eligible receiver, dude. Yeah, talk about some heavy jumbo, dude. Pete Kendall's ineligible. So, you know, well, what if he backs up and and moves off the line, and then someone else goes in and uh moves into his spot, and he he uh, you know, he splits out wide. I don't know the rules about that, dude, but I do know that you're not allowed to push off a cornerback when you go for a touchdown catch. Yeah, you know, I was listening to uh, the Tony Bruno show on that note really quickly, and uh, someone called him right after that play and was just like, dude, I didn't know Michael Irvin played for the Patriots. (laughs) I know, seriously. Yeah, totally. But anyway, there's no reason, there's no freaking reason that we shouldn't beat the Jets this weekend. As a matter of fact, it could be a weekend where the Redskins end up scoring a multitude of points and the, uh, the Jets just fall further into disrepair. Starting the backup quarterback. That's what you said against Arizona. <laughs> I did. I also said it against Detroit, though. So I've, I'm, I've got a 50% chance of being correct in this, this situation here. Or at least you got a chance of coming down to a nail-biter in the last two minutes. Right. Or mm-hmm. we could just have the ever-living piss beat out of us again this week. Hopefully that won't happen because if we lose to the Jets, who are 1-6 and – it's going to be a long season. Yeah, you're right about that. I think we'll be able to go in there and bounce back even if Red Smoot can play. Yeah, what is and, going on uh, with him and his hamstring? He just didn't want to play against the Patriots. Because he's got a big mouth and he couldn't really say much when they're getting beat 52 to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got to say that he... Uh, that, that, that I was pretty impressed, and Aaron and you and I talked about this song. We were pretty impressed that no one like Sean Taylor, who who you know has a bit of a hothead attitude, has been accused of spitting at players before, um, did get in a fight in this game. There were no like big scrums and brouhaha's or anything, because um, really, 
how dumb would you look if you were down by 40 points and you got in a fight with someone? Yeah, but plus it seems to me that Sean Taylor himself has, has uh, calmed down a little bit. I think so. Maybe he's grown up a little. Oh. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. I think – I think I may have not grown up a little because that whole fourth quarter, I was like, man, Joe Gibbs, just send three guys at, at Brady. Just leave them, get, let them get the touchdown and just send them to hit Brady. So, Dude, I like thought five we moved steps after the play. Bam! I thought we stopped talking Even about if, the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we stopped yeah, yeah. talking about LeVar Arrington, but he comes up on every episode. Dude. I... That's right, y'all. It's time for Tom's Trivia! That's right, y'all. Once again, it's time for Tom's Trivia. Excellent. Excellent. And we've got a special treat for you this week. We're going to try to get Tom, the famous Tom, the legendary Tom. On the phone. All right. We have Tom on the line. What's up, Tom? Pretty good. How are you? Trying to recover from last week. Hey. Trying to recover. We're trying to recover. Um, It's been a hundred and some episodes. I don't remember what episode we started Tom's Trivia, but this is the first time you've been on in the second century, and we're glad to have you. Looking forward to it. Okay. So first, here we go. The question from last week was answered by none other than our good pal from the U.K., Paul Tattersdill. Sorry if I messed up your last name. All right. I think yeah, John's out with Paul this summer. John, didn't yeah, you Yeah, dude, on? I met Paul. I've, I've got to put a, uh, I got a picture of him and I at the uh, at Ye Old Cheshire Cheese Tavern. i got to put that up on the website this week. All right, send that to me, and I'll put it up right here, too. Yeah, right on. Okay, the question was, in the past 50 years, name the four future Redskins who won the Heisman Trophy. And the answer was Danny Warfel, Desmond Howard, George Rogers, and the trick one, Steve Spurrier. I never said played for the Redskins. Anyway, that was the question from last week. And, and here to answer the question for this Wait, week. Tom, you're getting tricky with that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let all your... Uh... All the audience know now that when I phrase these questions, you, you need to know that um, I'm a lawyer and I'm uh, a stickler for how I phrase the question. So I was careful not <laughs> to say players. And so in the future, you can uh, call me out if I'm casual with the, with the words, but I try to be very specific in how I phrase them. Yeah, definite wordsmith. So you have to very, you have to listen very carefully. There you go. And for answering that question correctly, Paul Tattersdill gets none other than. The Harry Hog Football Firefox 3.0 theme, or is it 2.0? It's 2.0. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the theme, and he will find that when he logs in at harryhogfootball.com and goes to his user profile, and he'll be able to download it there. And wow. and here's Tom with this week's question. All right. Unfortunately, it's going to be in reference to uh, the game last week where Gibbs, Gibbs Redskins team was scored, gave up 52 points. And it's the first time that a uh, Redskins team coached by Joe Gibbs has given up more than 50 points. And it's actually, um, he's only given up four different times that he's given up more than 40 points. So usually we play pretty good defense for him. When was the last time the Redskins team coached by Joe Gibbs gave up more than 40 points? Hmm. Hmm. 
Good question. Last time. And if you know and the answer to this... The hint is it's not the second go-around. Okay. First hint. All right, if you guys know the answer to this question, go ahead and send it in to the new Tom's Trivia address, which is Tom's Trivia at HarryHogFootball.com. And that is H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. And um, that will actually go directly to Tom. It will. It will. Um, actually, what, what address did you give? Tom's Trivia? Yeah, I was going to say, is it Tom's Trivia or is it Tom? No, no, no. Let's make a correction here. The address for Tom is simply Tom at HarryHogFootball.com. Even easier. H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. That's right. Just like Aaron, Josh, and John at HarryHogFootball. It's just Tom. It's just Tom at HarryHogFootball.com. Hey, guys, uh... No, you no missed your question, or you, or you, you know, if the podcast doesn't come through, or you have trouble understanding. You can see the Tom's Trivia link on the website, which will have the questions written there as well. That's right. Yes. There is a the new top. Tom's Trivia link on the website. You click that. Uh, Tom posts the links himself. I mean, excuse me, posts the questions himself every week, and uh, you'll be able to uh, to read it right there. You got to come right there on the top bar, guys. So finally, it took us 101 episodes to get our stuff together enough so Tom could actually do his own trivia. <laughs> finally, there you go. we've made it happen with today's technology. Tom, <laughs> thanks for joining us as always. And enjoy next week's game when the Redskins bounce back and beat the Jets. Happy be a yeah, happy Halloween, man. All right, man. All Have right. a great one. Thanks, you. Thanks, Tom. Take care. See you. All right, it was great. We had Tom on. For the first time, episode 101. Excellent. Episode 101, we got Tom on here. Finally. Maybe it's like learning something. Hey, John. Uh, how's it going with that house, man? I know we talked about it last week. Oh, things are going good, but, uh, you know, I think we might have a little bit of a bug problem. Oh, man. Well, if you've got a bug problem in the greater Washington, D.C. or Virginia area, you can call Ritabug at 1-800-RID-A-BUG. That's Ritabug, 1-800-RID-A-BUG. Hey, John, you should call them up. They'll help you out. Phenomenal. Excellent. All right, now it's time on the show <laughs> <laughs> to take an emodium. We were going down the list here talking about this before the podcast. <laughs> what did you write, Aaron? You write, plug, plug ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> on the itinerary. <laughs> so, so passing out the emodium, here we go. <laughs> Uh, um, no, there are actually a lot, a lot of new features that are creeping them, creeping, notice the word I'm using, it's about to be Halloween tomorrow, creeping their way into the website. Um, oh <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, like Tom mentioned a few minutes ago, we've got uh, the new Tom's Trivia link, you can go and check the Tom's Trivia every week. There's also another thing for registered users there called the Big Chat. And the reason we did this, a lot of people get on and use the Quick Chat over on the uh, the right-hand side there. And when a bunch of people get on there, it gets really slow and it can get kind of, you know, taxed. So um, we were kind of running into that the other day when there were about four or five or six of us on 
chatting at the same time on the game on that thing. So what we did is we put a big chat on there, and you can go on log on to the big chat, and uh, it's much quicker, faster, and can handle the load a lot better. So um, check that out for sure. You said load. Yeah, and we've got the uh, – Josh, you've got the <clears throat> the new store on there with the Show Your Support for Art Monk campaign. That's right. That is right. And I wanted to uh, give a shout-out um, and say thanks to uh, David uh, in Virginia – David bought a couple of yard signs with the uh, uh, show your support for Art Monk, vote yes for Art Monk on number 81, and uh, he will be proudly displaying those in his yard uh, Dude. in the very yeah. near future. And, David, if you're listening to this episode and you can take a picture and send that to us, we'll put it on the website. That's fantastic. Yeah, that'll be sweet. So we appreciate that. Um, you know, we get a little bit from that, uh, which goes to help. Uh, keep the website up and keep uh, the podcast going and all that good stuff. And again, we don't yeah. put any of that money into our pockets. It all goes right back into this. So, right. Um, and it's also just cool because yeah. man, Art Monk should be in the Hall of Fame. That yeah, is, we're hoping that people, we're hoping that I'm people you, buy man, the some buttons, of these buttons and pass them out. The buttons are the deal, man. Go and buy like ten buttons and you know give them to all your friends and family who are Redskins fans. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to point out on the website. Uh, everybody already knows from a few weeks back that uh, you can buy your official Redskins gear through Harry Hog Football. So if you're getting something for Christmas for somebody from the Redskins store, just click through Harry Hog Football when you go to buy it. And um, the Redskins give us a minute little kickback. It doesn't cost you anything uh, differently. It just helps us. Um, yeah. And that's a league. Just just go down the page a little bit, and that's a link on the right-hand side uh, above the chat box. That's right. And then way down at the bottom of the page now, you'll also see that um, that uh, we are affiliated with StubHub. So if you're going to look for some tickets on StubHub for Redskins, since that is the official place to buy uh, or sell your Redskins tickets, again, you, by eBay. That's right. You can click through uh, Harry Hawk Football to get to uh, to StubHub and and look for those tickets. And uh, again, StubHub uh, helps us out a little bit when you when you actually purchase them through Harry Hawk Football. Dude, so there you go. We've, with we've plugged ourselves. We've plugged ourselves. Since oh, today, actually. Since this, <laughs> since this afternoon, <laughs> as a matter of fact. It's like, hey, look at that. Oh, uh, Josh, there were a couple people, a couple friends of mine have been asking about some of the older Harry Hog merchandise that we used to have since uh, we have a new group or a new website um, that is doing the Art Monk stuff. Right. And do we have a link going to the old items as well? We do. As a matter of fact, uh, if you go over at the top of the website under home and pull down, it just simply says HHF store. And that That's is the, the old store. store. So it's still there. You can still get that stuff. Um, the new store right now is only Art Monk, and we'll introduce some uh, some new things there and kind of phase the other store, move it over as we get a chance to do that. Right, as we transition. Right. So there you go. We've uh, taken our emodiums and plugged ourselves. And uh, what else? What else we got? Vote for art. <laughs> it's time for the random redskin of the week. This week's random redskin is a quarterback from UCLA. He played for the Redskins from 1984 to 1988. His name is T.A. Schrader. That was awesome, John. 
<laughs> yeah, Josh, did you listen to last week's? So we went back in a yes. the during post-production. Correct me up. Because <laughs> Aaron, we went back when I was talking to Aaron afterwards, and he played the music. I was like, oh, dude, let me do this. Excellent. All right, dudes, like well, that pretty much wraps it up for this week's uh, episode of Harry Hawk Football of the Week. Next time, uh, hopefully we'll get a win up there in the – Meadowlands, and uh, which are anything but the giant stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I guess we'll be talking to you guys. Uh, Hold on, I want to focus on that for a second, just because you know we're talking about the whole Jets and Giants sharing a stadium. How would you feel if the Redskins and the Ravens shared a stadium? Just be like, all right, dude, we're going to see the Redskins play this weekend at Raven Stadium. Woo! I don't know how I'd feel. <laughs> I think I'd laugh. <laughs> Dude, if your team went to play at a stadium that was named after – that would be like, the Mets are playing at Yankee Stadium. I love playing at Yankee Stadium. The Redskins <laughs> are playing at Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. You know, it's, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> and what do they do? They like, roll out the new green vinyl every week or something and change the colors? Is that what they do? The they seats repaint, are still the same. They repaint the field. <laughs> <laughs> they roll out the turf. All it's I know a is giant that giant stadium. Dudes, I'm 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 predicting a debacle this weekend and the Redskins are gonna come out on top. Jets got nothing. I agree. This is gonna be a huge bounce back week for the Redskins to a man, even though we lost another starter for the year, are gonna step up and say, We are not. We are not. Rolling under the bus. It's going to be a whooping. Just this like aggression will not stand, man. This aggression <laughs> will not stand. Not stand. All right, dudes. Well, that about wraps it up. Get pumped for the yeah, greens up there. Get pumped for the game. We'll talk to you guys after the game next week. And um, hail to the Redskins. And even though it's hard to do this week, you still got to do it. If you see a Cowboys fan. Okay. Go, go. Go. They still suck. <laughs>